0: And welcome back to the Holy Girl Hotline with your host, Bree And Sid. Her face is stuffed with... Fries. Those are fries. Potato wedges. These are fries.
1: Potato wedges and roast beef. These are fries. Oh.
0: You're not a real fry eater.
1: By the, the time, time you hear this, this episode... Message,
0: <laughs> wow, okay. I'm going to switch it up. <laughs> I will have been turned 20.
1: Yay! Clap, 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 clap.
0: That's gonna be fun and fresh.
1: Congratulations! How does it feel to be twenty?
0: Oh. Answering as a nineteen-year-old, <laughs> I think it will feel great. Mm-hmm. But when we film and I'm twenty, it'll feel even better. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna be a whole adult. Oh my god. Holy that's... woman hotline. <laughs> Holy woman hotline.
1: <laughs> like that's crazy, actually. Okay, I have a question. It's really, really weird. Okay. It just came to my mind for no reason. Cause probably because my keys and my card are sitting right here. Would you rather? In a hotel. Would in you a rather. Hotel.
0: When, anything that starts with in a hotel. In a hotel. Is very hotel. sketchy.
1: Would you rather have keys to get into your room or
0: like a key card? A key card. Oh. Why a key? Well, I suppose that was a lame question. No. It was because. Well, no. No, 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 no. I'm sure some people are very passionate about their keys hmm. and they can have at it. But I need the little key card. And then if they have a the little keychain hole in it, Oh, okay. because I can easily get it. Like, even though my family always loses little key cards, oh, like, same. the keys, I feel like keys are so much smaller, I can drop it in my bag, and since it's, like, one single key, mm-hmm. I can, like, forget it, The
1: know? thing about keys, though, is you can hear them when they drop.
0: But a singular key, I feel like I can't hear. Like, I would have to have it, like, on my keychain.
1: But, like, if a key hits the ground, it's gonna be more edible. That Audible. She said it's gonna be no, more edible. No, I'm actually edible. really full now, actually. I she ate that way too much. Her. Face with that. It's audible, more audible than a keycard drop me. Well, yeah, I would also rather have a key card if anyone was wondering. I meant to ask.
0: No, you didn't. I didn't, cause I thought you would say key. No, I you just seemed really like. No, I was just I playing the benefit. Devil's, playing devil's advocate, advocate? <laughs> benefit of the <laughs> So we hope you guys are having a happy Monday. Hopefully. I think by the time you guys hear this, it'll be August 7th, which, like we said, is after my birthday. And if you guys have started school, we hope you guys have had a Holy Girl. First week. Yeah. Second week. Holy Girl. semester. Mm-hmm. For the whole.
1: And yeah. Congrats, guys. You Congrats. started a
0: new year of school. Yeah. Reminding you that we are so proud of you. And if you're new to the Holy Girl Hotline, we, um, <laughs> I'm Bree. That's it. Mm-hmm. We upload every Monday with new episodes about mm-hmm. faith. Mm-hmm. and being a girl mm-hmm. and, and serving the lord and serving the lord in our college years yeah in our 20s
1: <laughs> I guess that
0: me. Uh, well guess it's what eight. i can't so what am I? Whole other year. what am I oh my both of though. sit there and help the teenagers the adults are talking now you have to sit anyway someone me come get her <laughs> someone come get her i'm gonna be like normally i don't get hype about birthdays but i feel like we are pre-recording this by the way in case you didn't hear me say it the first time Pre-recording okay. this right now, I am 19, and I know when I turn 20, like, I don't, I don't get super excited about birthdays, like, I got excited about 16, and that's mm-hmm. kind of it, mm-hmm. so, 20, I think I'm gonna be more excited about this, and I will be about 21, because you don't drink, I yeah. so it's not like,
1: I'm 21 now, yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm 21, okay, anyways, y'all quits. did not
0: ask to hear me sing, oh my gosh, what yeah. are we talking about today, love? Today, we actually wanted to encourage you guys and do that through talking about times where we felt like God wasn't with us. Story time. But Ish. he actually was.
1: Oh man, I probably should have thought about this before.
0: This is the first episode me and Sid have, are just doing like off dome. Off the dome. Like we are just
1: no structure which is antithetical to what we said in our last episode about yeah, yeah, structure we totally talked about the structure
0: so we know that like starting school and um going into like new seasons of life whether you're like going into a new new year like me or like a new job or a new college or like moving or whatever the case may be like it can be really easy to feel like god isn't with you especially in change in times of like really big change You can Mm -hmm. just feel like you're so caught up in life that you don't feel like he's there. And we just wanted to talk about times that we felt that way, but also encourage you with the other side of those stories with how it was not like that at all. It was actually the other way around. Like he was more with me than I was with him. Yeah.
1: Okay. You go first because I'm trying to rack my brain. Let
0: me think. I feel like. Going into, like, my freshman year of college, I, I'm i not going to say, like, like, my level of feeling like God isn't with me is normally, like, yes, I know that like God is always with me. I'm not talking really about times where it's, like, oh, like, you're in the hospital room, you haven't talked to God in 20 years, and you're <laughs> like, God, where are you? This isn't really that type of episode. It's more of, like, it's coming from the lens of, like, how it feels like when a friend betrays you almost of like, you talk to you all the, like I talk to you all the time. I hang out with you all the time. Like, like that type of hurt. Mm -hmm. And so I think for me, I've had experiences like that with when I came in my freshman year of college, kind of, um, I through high school, I had like a set, like group of friends and Mm -hmm. the pandemic kind of cut off like my time at high school, but it didn't really cut off my conversations with those people and so going out like all the way through i had like a set group of friends that i hung out with it was like three or four people i I did everything kind of with and i didn't really do a lot with them i just did high school with them right. and um one of them i'm still like she's still like my bestie to this day shout out Kyrie. but yeah. <laughs> but um but yeah and by like my senior year junior year i had really like like god had really like Knocked down all my walls and doors, came in and got me out. And um, I learned kind of how to be alone in that time and I really started to appreciate it. I learned to love it and fall in love with it and it be like this beautiful thing. But very quickly, going into my freshman year of college, seeing suddenly everyone around has all these different friends, all these different groups, all these different cliques all these different things they have in common with other people. It was really painful because it felt like God wasn't like, God, you know, I need friends. Mm -hmm. Where are my friends? And there were so many nights like my freshman year that like I was just sad. Mm -hmm. Like and where our like dorms were located, it was like right on the liveliest party street. And so outside of my window, I can literally see and hear everyone partying going out with their friends and i'm not a party girl i i don't drink and and i'm not like the the party scene just isn't it it is not my vibe it is not my thing and i think i would just i was so hurt kind of because i was like in a way i whether i admit this to myself or not in a way it felt like god if you hadn't made me like this i would have friends like, almost Ooh. upset that, like, God Pray had set me apart yeah. because he knew that, like, I know a lot of my friends, we all have different things. Everyone has their own things. Sure. And one thing that I've literally written in my journal about how thankful I am for it is how, like, God never put the desire in my heart specifically to, like, go explore and see, like, what party life is like mm-hmm. or what drinking's like. Now, mm-hmm. every other person, they, everyone has their own things. I have my own things. I've seen other people, like, they go, they have their one or two times, like, like you had your one or two times. If you yeah. are like close friends, they've had their one or two or three or four or five ten. <laughs> and some people <laughs> didn't. Some people get going. But <laughs> four five ten is so funny. But for me, I am like the desire of like, oh my gosh, I really would like to go to a college. Like it never. Yeah. And it, I knew that was just like something that God was protecting me from. Mm-hmm. And, but it, it was so like. Upsetting to kind of see everyone click, mm-hmm. and I knew that a lot of those those clicks happened because people could bond over how they like their alcohol yeah and what they did with their boyfriend last night and who they're trying to sleep with tonight and all these different things that like I just felt like God had made me so different. I guess mm-hmm. not like oh I'm not like other girls, but it's like the <laughs> oh different of like. I, my desires have changed because I met Jesus yeah. and knowing that in high school I wasn't like that at all and mm-hmm. then like seeing this change and how like I'm almost feeling kind of punished mm-hmm. for being a servant of Jesus and like loving him. It wasn't even about like checking boxes and it wasn't like, okay, the Bible says don't get drunk with wine, so I can't go to a party. It was like I genuinely desired to do anything but party. Like, yeah. I, I never wanted to go, and I was longing for people who didn't, who had that same heart, who mm-hmm. also didn't want that. Mm-hmm. And, like, my whole freshman year, I just, like, Friday nights would just be, like, sadly the lonely, the loneliest times. I would just Dude, be, like, literally. I would be so sad. I would just, like, sit in my room, and, and I would cry. But I would also, like... Found that time and I would be with Jesus and I'd be like, Lord, I'm so sad. I need you to be my friend. Mm-hmm. And every time he would come through and he would check me. Like, do you want to sit in your sadness and have a pity party for yourself because you're like yeah. da, da, da Or do you want to be with me, someone who actually has come to give you life and life more abundantly? Mm-hmm. And he every time it would that those nights would turn into worship nights by myself, sermons by myself. And of course I wished I could have other people to do that with, but It was, like, so fulfilling to just be Be. with and see how God is fulfilling and that I don't need to be like everyone else to make friends. Hallelujah. Um, I know, right? (laughs) And then to, like, wrap it up, I guess, like, the following, after my freshman year, my sophomore year, a lot of the people I knew my freshman year, their friendships all faded we don't like them we don't talk we don't do this we don't do all their boyfriends girl or whatever it was like no i don't like her all those hookups that were happening no more yeah and it was like i suddenly started finding like god started putting people in my path all these different like people who he knew would be like my friends like sid yeah and like She's a year younger than me, so my first year of college, I did not know her. But as soon yeah. as she came here, we met, and it was beautiful. And mm-hmm. and you have been, like, such, like, a good, like, just a solid blessing from God for me. And also yeah. just, like, him bringing some of my... <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> but, um, but even him, like, introducing me to some of my other friends who go to, like, who are a part of different ministries that I'm, like, I've been able to get plugged into. Like, I may have met them at those ministries, like I met you. Right. But... I like the Lord just put His hands on those friendships and was like, "Oh, but y'all also like do this together and do this," mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. they developed into these their own like friendships. Even now, I'm I'm like still in awe, and it's just like I remember like God telling me like this is what happens when you wait, mm-hmm. like because then you get the blessing. And now I get to walk in friendships that have served me and taught me so much and have done so many great things for me. Yeah, and. I've been able to learn and grow from those, too. And so, I definitely, that's definitely one season of my life that I felt like God had really, like, forgotten about me. And, um, and also I learned that, like, God also got lonely, too. Like, Jesus got lonely sometimes, too, Okay, I'm I was sure. like, where's she going with that yeah, No, 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 no. But like, I got you, I'm checking out. Yeah, it, no, yeah, like, Jesus got lonely, too. And that the way he handled it is how I need to handle it. Amen. And, like... Plugging into God and, and being with him, like, you know, it's like the feelings aren't sinful. It's like what you do with the feelings. Mm-hmm. If Jesus went and was like, okay, well, I'm going to go, I don't know, and, and cuss out all the disciples that made me upset, which is all of them, because yeah. they all sinned and then hang out with these. Like, you know, if he acted on his loneliness in in shameful ways, then he wouldn't be the savior that he is. So, um yeah, I know that was a little long. No, but that, was that, is, beautiful. that is such beautiful. That was such a big testimony when I came to college, so, yeah. Clap it up for Brie, everyone. All right, Sid, tell us about the time. Mm.
1: Dang, as usual, my story is quite similar. <laughs> <laughs>
0: this is why we're friends.
1: Yeah, um, I guess kind of, I had that similar kind of story. Okay, I'll tell a different one then. What I was originally thinking of was, if you're familiar with my testimony, you know about, like, my eleventh grade, 10, end of tenth grade, eleventh grade year, kind of being in that season of aloneness, being set apart from the people I used to kind of hang out with, used to kick it web. Such a G. The, you know, my old self being die, I mean dying, being died, dying, <laughs> and my new self being put on. So that was like really my tenth or eleventh grade year. So that story is kind of similar to yours, where I felt like, dang, like, is there no one in this school who's trying to do what I'm doing, or like. like yeah. I know
0: that's like farther down, but I'm just like that always yeah. blows my mind. She was in her senior year when I was crying myself to sleep this time. <laughs> and then we met. I'm sorry, to
1: you. No, but that's so real. So, yeah, that's kind of my similar story in that way. But I'll talk about a different kind of story, um, that happened, and it kind of put distance between me and God in a different way. Um, not necessarily in in like spiritual loneliness, more just like I was I was you know i was different. but okay keep in mind that this was after my salvation this was after that season of loneliness where i was kind of just set apart figuring out you know what i believed in learning about the character of god learning about our relationship all that all that learning about different things you know different viewpoints that i have now versus when i was in the world things like that so This is after all of that, and this is when I'm coming to college. So, this is my summer before my freshman year. My summer, my freshman summer, right? Freshman year of college? Freshman college, yes. Yes. Okay.
0: Thank you. I mean, I knew it wasn't, obviously,
1: but... No, no, thank you. So, freshman year of college, coming in, doing a summer thing. Summer program. We're living on campus. A bunch of people I don't know, but I'm optimistic, right? And I'm... And I get there and everything and, you know, I know that I'm used to being the minority as a Christian. I'm used to um I'm used to being surrounded with other people who don't necessarily see things the way that I do and that's okay. Um I was expecting it, so came in, whatever, whatever. Um, I met a couple friends or made a couple friends that I ended up, you know, still friends with to this day. Shout out them. They're super cool. But um They are super cool. Yeah. But I just um, like I said, I knew that it would be most likely that I would be surrounded by people who are going to do a little, things a little different than me. And that's okay. I would just have to discern what I can do and what I can't do, just like before, you know? Um, but once again, I knew I wanted to pray for a community of people that were like minded, just like I did in high school. So it's like, I didn't, I didn't totally separate myself from my old friends, but it was a separation in the fact that like a separation of mindset and a separation of behavior. Yeah. So that was kind of the, to set the stage. Yeah. Things didn't really go according to plan, and I ended up being more of a follower than I would have liked. I ended up compromising on a lot of the things I knew I should and shouldn't do. Um, for example, we talked about structure and discipline in our last episode, and I very much did not have that structure and that discipline to read my word, to pray as much as I should, as much mm-hmm. as I was, because that structure and that routine that I had in high school kind of got, like, uprooted when I went to college, so... Yeah wasn't something i was used to and i wasn't really in a good mindset to kind of reframe my structure when i got to college because i just wanted to have fun like it's a summer program like my classes don't count and just meeting all these people these are gonna like i don't know anybody here like i need to make friends yeah that's so mm -hmm. so my need to make friends and my need to kind of just have fun and fit in kind of overshadowed that like need to establish a routine and get off on a good foot right so yeah I ended up doing a lot of things that I probably should that I definitely shouldn't have, um and just like taking steps backwards instead of forwards. And in that time, I don't think it's that I didn't think God was there. It's just like I didn't want him to see.
0: You. <laughs>
1: mm, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. like it's, it was not like in the sense of like your story or my story previously, where it's like, where are you, God? like, why are you yeah. not here with me? Why are you not providing? It's like, the more like the way like on we're like, <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. more like god please look away for a no, second
0: literally like close your we're
1: like look away you know you, you're not seeing this you're not yeah. seeing this and it's not like i completely abandoned everything that i had built and everything that my parents had built before that and everything that i had learned and like developed it's impossible it's not that, that, that yeah because that's know. really hard to do but it was more just like I, it's not that I, I got to the point where I knew it wasn't wrong. It was like I was I was I was still fully aware and the Holy Spirit was still within me to tell me, Hey, you yeah, like, you, you shouldn't do it. this. Yeah. Yeah. But my desire, like I said, to make friends overshadowed that. So yeah, that was a time where I really felt like it was like I didn't want God to be there. I wanted to kind of just live as a normal person. It's like like you were saying, sometimes you resent you resented being set apart because you just wanted to have fun
0: just like everybody else i think that's what it was yeah it's not even like i want to be drinking or i want to be um maybe listening to all the and that was another thing too like when the spirit like comes in and guys i feel like this episode i keep referring to our testimonies but like Mm -hmm. i feel like if you haven't heard our testimonies i I think it would be like a good listen not like Mm -hmm. to promote ourselves but sometimes it's just just for context, because sometimes if we talk about certain things, I never want anyone to feel like we're speaking from a self-righteous place. Yeah. And, but it's easy to feel like someone's being self-righteous when you just don't actually know their story. Amen. So you, if someone's telling you like not to cuss and don't cuss and I stopped cussing when and da-da-da-da-da, uh-huh. then like, if they're just telling you that, you're automatically probably going to feel like... Okay, like, well, who are you to tell me? But mm-hmm. when you have heard their story of like, no, because my mouth got me in trouble, yeah, and I'm trying to help you, you're mm-hmm. just more inclined to understand and be receptive. And so I just wanted to like throw that like disclaimer in there. That, that's like, true, yeah. That's also why we always like reference the our testimonies or like that episode because we never want y'all to feel like we are looking down on anyone who has done other things. It's more like we've done those things and we want to Yeah,
1: wanna from a pr- place of, like, growth. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 exactly. For sure. That's a really good point. That's a really good point. Um, so, yeah. I forgot what I was saying, though. Yeah, I guess really the gist of it was I just didn't want God to be there. Yeah, okay, yeah. It was like I just wanted to live as a normal person without that guilt and without that responsibility of being a Christian on me, and I just wanted to kind of just experience what it would be like just to not have that that, that responsibility. But honestly, I never really went away because the Holy Spirit was already within me, so it was like I never could do these things with a clear conscience. I was very aware of like that the, some of the things I was doing was wrong, yeah. or if not even wrong, just not wise, according to God's standards. So yeah. it's like sometimes, you know, you want to you feel like you just want to be normal that you want to escape it but really it wasn't worth it i ended it and i was like that was really a waste of a lot of things that i did were a waste of time not the relationships really um but just like some of the things i did and the lack of structure and the lack of intentionality that i had was a waste of time yeah. so
0: and you yeah. know like going off of that i mean like we said in the, like earlier this is like more of a free or we have direction in this episode but we're also yeah. just kind of like going and i think um you hear like so much of like people older than us or even people our age talking about how like when we're young like this is when we need to make all our mistakes and like why would you want to be like tied down when you're young why do you want to be a christian like now like i'm not going to be a christian i'm not going to follow god until i'm like 40 like after i've done everything and made the mistakes Mm -hmm. and it's just like what people don't get is like that's not fulfilling like you making the mistake isn't fulfilling our minds like for some reason cannot get to a point where we see that like god is what's fulfilling and Mm -hmm. when you mess up but you're still like on his path that's a thousand times more fulfilling and like progressive like for you than Mm -hmm. it would be if you're just like following your own plan you think your own plan is fun Mm -hmm. but it's not like like do you understand that like god created everything and like like i don't think people fully get that like he's created everything he created what's fun and he created what's not fun yeah and he knows what's fun if he if the creator of fun made you and gave you a desire to have fun what on god's green earth do you think what is stopping him from like letting you have fun in his will mm-hmm. like he wants you to have fun he wants you to laugh he wants you to to be to have joy in your heart and to be happy like yeah and so many people think that like if they follow god then like oh okay i can't like i can't be i can't have my fun i can't right. do and you just hear that whole phrase like i want to have my fun mm-hmm. and it's like no like god is fun like yeah he is it's the creator silly. of Fun and his fun doesn't leave you waking up wondering if you're like if, like having a hangover, wondering if you're gonna make it out, wondering <laughs> if you're pregnant, wondering if you're this, wondering if you're like too strung out to go anywhere. Like yeah. he, his fun doesn't leave you questioning. His fun leaves you fulfilled and appreciative. You know. So I just wanted mm-hmm. to like I just I don't know I just wanted to know no, that
1: that's in cool. Proverbs also says like it reminds me of what you said it says. That there's a way that seems right to a man, but yes. in the end, it leads to destruction, you know? Yes. And it's like, whenever we try to define our own way, which is what I was doing in that season, it was just like, I wanted God to be muted for a little bit, and I wanted yeah. to just figure out for myself what I what I wanted to do the way that I wanted to go. Yeah. And in the end, it just leads to destruction. It leads to destruction of relationship. It yeah. leads to destruction of purpose, destruction of time.
0: Yeah. It, I mean, so, it takes everything like, yeah.
1: away. And that's Satan's goal. Yeah. To steal, kill, and destroy. And if he can do that through making us define our Really, that's what Satan is all about. Trying to tell us that we can do things our way and not God's way. And he says that that leads to destruction.
0: And totally does. Yeah. 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 And we just wanted to remind you guys that, like, God is, like, always with you. Mm -hmm. And for me, I feel like I can so easily forget that. Yeah. And it's, I mean... In one sense, some people may feel like that's not a good thing. But for me, it's, like, because I forget it so much, I have to have God remind me so much. Mm -hmm. And so I have to be intentional about making sure that I'm reminding myself so much. Yeah. And I don't know if that, like, makes sense. No, it does. But it's just, like, because it's not, like, common knowledge and, like, automatically, like, where my brain goes, Mm -hmm. I have to fill my mind with those truths, like, every day. And... One thing that's, like, really comforting for me is Isaiah 43. Mm. And I wanted to read it for, you know, just for you guys in case you're, like, not familiar with that um, passage. But now, O Jacob, listen to the Lord who created you. O Israel, the one who formed you, says, Do not be afraid, for I have ransomed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. When you go through deep waters, I will be with you. When you go through rivers of difficulty, you will not drown. When you walk through the fire of oppression, you will not be burned up. The flames will not consume you, for I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. I gave Egypt as a ransom for your freedom. I gave Ethiopia and Seba in your place. Others were given in exchange for you. I traded their lives for yours, because you are precious to me. You are honored, and I love you. Do not be afraid, for I am with you. I will gather you and your children from east and west. I will say to the north and south, bring my sons and daughters back to Israel from the distant corners of the earth. Bring all who claim me as their God, for I have made them for my glory. It was I who created them. And then in verse 9, it says, gather the nations together, assemble the peoples of the world, which of their idols has ever foretold such things? Mm. Which can predict what will happen tomorrow? No. Where are the witnesses of such predictions? No. Who can verify that they spoke the truth? No. But you are my witnesses, O Israel, says the Lord. You are my servant. You have been chosen to know me, believe in me, and understand that I alone am God. There is no other God. There never has been, and there never will be. Isn't that such a mic drop? Like, like, Isaiah 43, verses 1 through 10, that's what I just read. Like, repeat mm. it every day. Because yeah. when you are in the thick of it, and he says, when you go through, like, deep waters, I will be with you. Like, mm. like you will not drown from your rivers of difficulty. Mm. Like, That's so good. And the thing is, this is, like, a bit of a side note, but... I was listening to some message, and they were talking about how um, we always, like, in the world, we always say, like, you know, like, oh, but everything's going to work out. And he was talking about how, like, sadly, that's not true for everyone. Mm -hmm. Like, that mindset comes from Romans 8. 28 and we know that all things work together for the good of those who love god but so many people stop at for the good of those or no so many people stop like right before that and we know that all things work together Mm -hmm. but it's like no all things don't work together for people who aren't serving god it says all things work together for the good of those who love god and are called according to his purpose Mm -hmm. and so when you are under like covenant with god meaning you just you believe that he his son is your savior Jesus and he died for you like this all applies to you and I pointed that out because Isaiah 43's title in the NLT version is the savior of Israel and Israel refers to like his chosen group of people and so all these things that I just read if you believe that like Jesus is Lord he is your savior and God is God over you then all of this like this is you. Like, this is your identity. <laughs> like, you never have to walk around skirt. nothing, Because God has you, you know? Yeah. Yeah.
1: I think another thing I was thinking about this morning um, also is that um, it's it's kind of in a different way, but it's, like, more kind of along the lines of my story. Like, when you sin or you're in sin and you know it. <laughs> and it's, like, you know, kind of wanting to... Are We talked about this in... Um, bad habits we talked about this in bad habit but i was talking about habitual sin and like the vomit um mm-hmm. analogy yeah I hope you guys enjoyed that one It that was, was pretty such gross
0: a i still love that episode i know
1: but um yeah so i was talking about it in that but it's like my tendency and i feel like the tendency of a lot of us is when we sin to be shameful and guilt feel guilty which you know we should we should be ashamed of our sin and we should we should obviously be repulsed by our sin but yeah. it's another thing to hide ourselves from god and to distance ourselves from god yeah and i was thinking about this this morning but i was thinking about the garden of eden and how adam and eve their reaction to their sin was also to hide from god and to to clothe themselves and they became very aware of themselves and self-conscious and they distanced themselves from god yeah. right and i was thinking about i was thinking about the devil's role in all of this because um obviously like we mentioned his purpose is to steal kill and destroy and Mm -hmm. he wants there to be as much distance between us and god as possible he doesn't want there to be a relationship there so i was thinking about it and i was like he tempted them in the garden with the well you know with the fruit with probably with the knowledge that they would distance themselves from god because before that they had always yeah they they had always been Mm -hmm, in intimacy with god yeah they never knew distance from god so their reaction to something that they were told not to do would be to distance themselves from god right because they, they had never experienced that before so i think like his intention in the garden in tempting them was to separate them from god yeah and so i was just thinking about in my own sin how like what sense does it make then for me to separate myself from god after sin Because that's exactly what he wants. That's exactly what Satan wants. That was his intention. Mm -hmm. That was his his intention in the garden to separate them from God as a reaction. So if I'm doing that to myself, then I'm feeding exactly into what he wants me to do. If I'm running from the only one that can help me with the sin. You're running from the doctor. Yeah, and instead of like, why, why instead shouldn't I just go to him? Like, why instead when I say, no, Satan, you want me to distance myself. But instead... You know, it's like forgiveness doesn't happen like what happened on the cross forgiveness doesn't happen on a case by case basis like yeah like god isn't up there judging whether or not he wants to forgive this
0: one or forgive right. that one like for 70 of all mistakes yeah before, it's like he he died,
1: he, for, he died for our past present and future sins so yeah. he knows what's gonna happen already like it, it's already forgiven right and i feel like that changed my mindset so That's much so good. Yeah. like knowing that it's not happening on a case by case basis like i knew that obviously but it's just like <laughs> I don't you know. Really, it was a it like, was like re-
0: but not like yeah. Like a it was a revelation
1: to, to me. Yeah. It was like he's not sitting up there being like, "Should I forgive her this time?" Yeah. Like it's yeah. all forgiven already. So yeah. why do I keep running from God and doing what Satan wants me to do? Instead, exactly. I should be I should come to God with a with a with a broken heart and a contrite spirit, as Psalms 51 says. But I should also come to Him, like accepting the grace that He's already given right. me.
0: You know, and that's like the hardest thing. Like. Like that is so hard to accept grace so quickly. I feel like I'm. I tend to make myself wait, Mm -hmm. wait it out until Mm -hmm. I feel like. So you feel like you deserve it. (laughs) Yeah, like okay, well, fine. Since you're begging. Yeah. No, like he's already done it, dude. Like,
1: we're just feeding into Satan's plan, and he wants to make us think that God isn't with us. But like as you just read, he is always with us, even in moments after sin
0: through everything like, through everything everything like when even all the mundane things outside of like sin and yeah and, like just you going about your day going in to school. school like he yeah. is with you and he wants to interact with you there like mm-hmm. don't think that just because you left a church building that like god god's presence isn't just as powerful with you because Amen. when we see like in the bible like it was not like jesus wasn't abundant in the synagogues like like you know oh, what i'm saying mm-hmm. like those, his power was not limited to a space, and you thinking yeah. that, okay, now that I left church, now I'm out on this world on my own, like, God made the church so that you can have some ammunition from when you go out the into church. the world. We are the church. Yeah. We
1: literally, we the people are we the church. We
0: are the church, yeah, so... So
1: it doesn't leave when you leave a building. Like, it's if it does, it's everywhere. religious.
0: And that's, but, and the enemy loves to try to get us with that type of thinking that, like, mm-hmm. okay well, this job that I have isn't really, like, like, it's not ministry. Like, I'm mm-hmm. not going out and, and saving people in a third-world country, and mm-hmm. I'm not, like, preaching on a stage, and I'm not starting a Bible study, and all those things are fine and dandy, but, like, me and Sid, like, our majors at school aren't... Like, I'm not going into theology, yeah. neither is she. Like, we're not planting churches anywhere right now. Like, I'm a computer science major, and, and she's a industrial design. Mm-hmm. So, like, our... Our stuff is very much what most people would consider, like, as far distant from God as, like...
1: For sure. Yeah. And you got to find God in everything.
0: You have to. And he shows up in everything. Because when you're asking him and seeking him out and in it for his plans for you and, like, okay, Lord, what major do you want me to have? What, what classes do you want me to take? What this do you want me to do? What job do you want me to do? Where do you want me to move? Like, when you ask him that and he answers and you listen, from that point forward, whatever you're doing in that area you will see god like Mm -hmm. so much more and
1: that's what the kingdom of god is about like it's not about a religious enter the church leave the church thing it's about bringing bringing our dominion that god has given us everywhere we go yeah into our workplaces into our schools yeah everything we do like he's given us dominion we need to use it
0: and we see like his initial will with adam and eve like he was in he was in the garden walking with Mm them like talking with them Like having like that is what he wants with us, and he Mm. can so easily do that with us. But you just have to, you have to do your part also, and you know seek it out because he's he always wants to do it. Yeah, he's not going to force his way through. And like like when it comes to reading your Bible, like no one is going to. Read the Bible for you. Mm-hmm. No one has to endure the consequences. Your spirit has to go through when you don't do what God tells you to do. You know, mm-hmm. so like you have to be intentional. Sid <laughs> just dropped across my last one. I'm eating it. <laughs> but you have to be intentional about putting in your side of like the relationship with God because he's he's already done the 100%. But he's not gonna just. You know. I'm not going to force you to talk to him. He's not going
1: to force you. I'm not going to force off. you into communion with him. You yeah. have to.
0: That's the part that it. we have to do. Mm-hmm. And all you have to do all we need is a little. Like we just have to God I think you're there. Mm-hmm. Boom. A little mustard Walk seed. crashing down.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Oh sorry. That was really loud. I'm not real loud right now. That's so funny. But yeah. Hope you guys are encouraged by that. Oh yeah. Totally.
0: Um, I love you guys. I love you guys so much um be encouraged be encouraged if you guys have any um other like episode ideas that you want from us be sure to let us know be sure to answer our spotify questions be sure oh, to add another hotline question
1: we're gonna answer in the next one it's gonna be cool watch yeah just watch totally. just wait and
0: totally. see totally but yeah guys um we hope you have a marvelous monday um a whatever marvelous day monday marvelous monday because i am your mom Bro sounds marvelous like a
1: kindergarten <laughs> teacher <laughs> have a marvelous monday a
0: marvelous we upload every monday so uh be sure to tune in next monday yeah
1: and yeah love you guys follow us on instagram and all the socials at Holy Girl hotline if you want if you feel like it
0: yeah if it's oh and if you liked it rate it yeah subscribe and tell your friends about it because yeah we love you guys and we want as many people to hear this as possible yeah we love
1: our friends you guys are our little buddies little buddies okay so lame Aww, I like little buddies. Okay, yeah, the girlies. Like the hotline, girl. The holy girlies. The holy girlies. The holy girlies. We'll
0: mm. meditate on it.
1: Yeah, we'll think about it. We'll pray on it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Love you See guys. You guys Bye. Week.